Hell yeah. Yeah. We're live. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Good Hello. evening. Good evening. Yeah, it's late, yeah, it's for, late us, for you. This is a weird recording time for us. You're actually five. our second guest from California. So, wow. Yeah, you can't claim Love the, the first. commies. I get it. <laughs> Yo! Now is the time to wage fucking war against our hypocrites, bigots, and all you weak ass phonies that never really winners, only survivors, your gods, your masters, and your loyalty to the fucking Talk they, to they deserve a voice too. Yeah, the CCP. We had our, the representative over and talked to them. Oh, both good. representatives, two diplomats, great guys. Yeah, go listen. I'm glad to you guys have uh, equal representation. Yeah, go listen got, to got, conspiracy class podcast. As long as you don't have any right wingers on, they're not. <laughs> they all last one of them. No, you, I agree. Every you know what sucks though is that like. I bet some right wing dudes definitely fuck with our shit, <laughs> which is a sad. It's part. very possible. Yeah, is there like it's you know, certain these guys are spitting facts? I would imagine you have your audience is more right wing than left wing. Like if it was skewed in any way. Yeah, I don't like possible. to think. I don't like to think left and right like politically like that. I don't know. I'm like, I'm on my spiritual war. I'm like post ideology. I don't think yeah. about it like that. But like, I guess. That's I guess that's why people are like distancing themselves from us in the real world. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you can't be critical about most stuff. Like if you go beyond surface level with anything, it tends to turn a lot of like just average kind of view people who watch the news every day and like that's their shit. It kind of turns them off, I think, a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I can't think so we try to be balanced, you know, I try like I mean, I, I carry water for a lot of, I guess, what you would call progressive slash leftist views sometimes. Like M4A, I like I like Medicare for all. I think that's a good thing. I don't know if there's oh, a great way, great way to implement it, but I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I figured yeah. you two... If we weren't humans, maybe. Yeah, I figured you two would definitely, <laughs> could definitely have a good little back and forth on that. Because um, Ryan, my boy here, actually, one-man slam ban, Slamadeus. Right. right. Um... Oh, I fucking love it, dude. And uh, yeah, we've been we've been talking recently. We've worked together in the past, made some music together, produced a couple albums. And uh, yeah, dude, I love your new shit. I love that you're like adding like libertarian red pill, like fucking lyrics to slam music. <laughs> it's kind of more white pill, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's the new term. What's for your it. That's the fancy new term? Okay, so what's the definition then? What's like specifically the white pill then? Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, white pill is just like more anti-government, more straight libertarian anarchist than r red pilling is like Republican right-wing shit. No, but I guess no, it could go I see. Way. I don't. I don't. I don't think that because again, like that comes back to the whole like I don't personally 
break it down in that left-right dichotomy. So when mm-hmm. people say red pill, they think red, Republican, because they're stuck in that binary reality of red mm-hmm. team, blue team. And so the red pill is like the Matrix. Like, that's what Morpheus gave Neo to, like, be like, yo, peek behind the curtain to see, like, yo, what's really going on. Wow. Yeah, so I don't think it's inherently Almost unrelated. Political. I don't think it's but, uh, necessarily I th- political. I saw a study once uh, a long time ago that uh, apparently when they would play, uh, they took like hundreds of thousands of matches of Halo and it was always red team versus blue team and like red team had slightly more victories. <laughs> just at, just S- something about the victor- colors. More victorious color apparently. Yeah. Ideologically a little inept, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my families have always been uh, very right-wing and, like, uh, I guess my my dad's way more religious and he's a fucking cop, so (laughs) it's always, always fun. But, yeah, I've always been very libertarian since, like, 2008 when I learned about Ron Paul in high school. And I was the only person in my high school's (laughs) mock election who wrote in Ron Paul. (laughs) Everyone's like, Obama. And I was like, go fuck yourself. A diehard, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I, I like go watch that. Loose Change. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, but I like that, and I still think there's still like some red pill element involved, just from like a Matrix sense of like you mm-hmm. know you're using your music, you know you're doing a one man band, uh, you're you're doing all the production yourself. You've got a full album ready to go on a label. Yeah, I got picked up recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, got and some. suffering. Very good. Excellent, excellent. Congrats. So. All that, and and I love that you're taking kind of your own inherently, uh, I guess, political tone to the lyrics. And uh, the the one video you sent me, I don't know, maybe at the end of this episode, maybe we could play a track or two. Um, I'd be down, yeah. Yeah, before, give the people a sneak peek, all like four listeners. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But no, I think that's cool, and I think that's uh, more people need to do that and like make their own art and like speak, you know, truth to like their reality. Because I feel like, and especially you being in California, you know, kind of looping back around, circling around, as Jin Saki would say, um, you know, you run into a lot of culture war shit, and people self censor a lot. So I think it's cool that like you're putting your ideas out there like that, and you're not self censoring, especially even in a place like you know, California. Yeah, well, the single that I put out before I got signed, I was just like, all right, let's write some sci-fi death metal bullshit, you know, same old nonsense. And then when I finished the instrumentals for album, I had to do vocals, and I was like, well, what do I fucking, what would I actually care about saying? And so I was like, fuck it. So I ended up just, like, I turned a bunch of, like, economics essays and old anarchist uh, essays and stuff like that into lyrics, basically. And I just, like, took these big essays, took all the main points, rearranged them into lyrics, made it all rhyme, and just tried to turn that into an album, see if I can, you know, red pill, white pill, uh, you know, pill up the population. There's going to be some Indonesian kids who are going to listen to this shit, and they're going to be like, maybe. maybe." Small small anarchist cult starts in Indonesia. (laughs) Exactly. I'm sure that's where my shit's going to pop off. It's popping over there, dude. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's something in the water. They fucking love just breeze and blast beats and chugs. Mm -hmm. Something about it. It really is. Yeah, I I, I remember every band that I've had that's super death metal, like that, like, they always get, like, blown up with, like, 
Indonesian fans on Facebook and shit. It's it's crazy. Yeah, but it's all over. That's just like the death metal version of like Indian dudes, like open Bob, you know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. open cloth, <laughs> Chauvagine. Like that's just oh, the, the Indonesian death metal version of that. Is like, hey, can I? I have some art for sale. Like, <laughs> yeah. have you seen the uh, this new band just came out? Uh, they are uh, Indian new metal. Uh, it's like. It's, I think it's called Bloody Wood, which is like a play on Bollywood. <laughs> no, but and it sounds sick. Indian Limp Biscuit? Kind of. Yeah, there's definitely rap in it. There's also like tons of like sitar and shit, but not, I don't think there's enough sitar. Yeah. And, but the lyrics for the one song they put out are super like, I think that he uses the word consent multiple times, which is like <laughs> real on the nose and very just real on the nose well it's and it's interesting for a place like india have you seen those videos of like you know white tourists like you know cute teenage white girls like on the beach trying oh. to tan in bangladesh and there's like oh, just a hundred the dudes just there yeah, dude the fellas, the fellas just staring all trying to take pictures with them and stuff that shit's so good dude what's weird oh, is man. like not even that it's like there's a circle and they're just staring like they've never seen that shit before they're like oh my god such beauty god yeah yeah no i haven't seen any of those videos well they also say you know like if you're ever in a relationship be sure to tell your partner especially you know if you have a girlfriend or wife like be sure to tell her that she's pretty at least once or twice a day because some random indian dude on facebook will (laughs) (laughs) so you got to stay ahead of the curve yeah when i first moved to virginia i just moved into this random dude's basement uh i was like fuck it just moving here now i got a job figure it out i moved into his basement and he was this like 30 year old indian dude who worked at fucking capital one but he was always bringing new girls home but they were always girls his parents would assign dude was he opening bobs like arranged oh dude this guy was slamming bobs all right (laughs) he was he was arranged arranged bobs dude slamming arranged he hasn't made (laughs) yeah so like he would only date arranged marriage prospects prospects but he would be he would always be picking up girls from the club and shit like that and he taught me about cricket he ended up being a pretty cool dude but yeah it's crazy such a weird lifestyle slamming bobs their weddings their weddings are insane i had to we had to work catering on one once absolutely berserk i want to ride an elephant isn't that part of it like it just every (laughs) wedding you ride an elephant they do a whole it's so sick dude so sick I need elephants at my wedding. Shit. Couple exotic. Get you an exotic animal dealer. I think they Set, party dude. fucking hard, dude. Yeah, this guy party hard as fuck. Like he was oh, yeah. clubbing every goddamn weekend. Yeah, the the VCU pre med class is mostly Indian guys. They're nuts. We had they went. We had a Broadberry party for them one time, and they're in there, and like they're all underage, and they all just started somehow got like the ones that were of age started sneaking drinks, and next day we had to throw half the fucking party out of the building because they were wow. just all getting trashed and going berserk. You know it's what's funny? Wild. This is probably gonna be the episode that gets us canceled, but all we're saying is Indian dudes fucking party. They're fucking rad. They're fucking rad. Yeah. And they're, they're like, rad. hey, <laughs> you can't talk about that. You can't. I mm. wish I had that level of confidence and pure insanity. It's a gift, really. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. So how's it been? How long how long you been in Cali since I've seen you? It's probably been what, four or five years? Yeah, I think it's four or five years. So you moved back 
and then the pandemic happened. So you kind of got settled back into things and then. Yeah, it was, it's pretty shitty. Like LA is the worst. Uh, I'm not super far from LA. I'm like an hour and a half out, but I'm like in like a Republican County. Right. So it's, we got a lot of lifted trucks and, and American flags out here. So it's not horrible as far as like, and no one would really give a shit if you didn't wear a mask. Yeah. It wasn't terrible about that shit, but much social pressure. Yeah, but it's still like you can watch your tax dollars at work just get slammed. Like everywhere you go, still homeless as fuck, drugs everywhere. Like fuck, man. State state of California, man. That's California for you. Oh, it's beautiful, dude. I'm sure it looks nice. I'm sure it's real pretty. It's warm. Uh, actually, where I'm at is not pretty. I'm in the ah, fucking desert. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So you're just chilling out there in the fucking sand. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I go into L.A., it is it is beautiful. I had a job recently where we were down in uh, L.A. working in some studios. And, oh, dude, it was gorgeous every day. And I was like, fuck, this is perfect. But I am never going to pay for this. <laughs> this is fucking way too expensive. So um, how do you feel in relation, like, with your political views? How do you feel about, like, the culture of, let's say, L.A. compared to that? Like, oh, what's, it gets... what's your vibe being down there, I guess? Oh, when you, you definitely see it. Like, if you're not in, like, O.C. or, like, Valencia, it is, like, real, real liberal. I mean, I can usually get along with anyone, but, like, yeah, people... Well, is it's, it? It's homeless everywhere and people virtue signaling. Yeah, yeah, I could the, see the that formative stuff, the real yeah. performative stuff. <laughs> I was about to ask if it's like necessarily like neolib or like yeah. if there's like leftist pockets in there because lots I'm of sure. people in their car alone wearing masks. That's uh, that's fun. That's just NPC. <laughs> you still get that around here, dude. Yeah, I see that every, I see that every day around here all the time. It's crazy. Still it's happening. mostly black dudes though. I don't know why. Dude, that that's on to weird to me because they, as far as I can tell from what I've read, uh, the African American population is very averse to the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Now, of course. Wouldn't you Didn't distrust like the government? Thing, you know, oh, <laughs> After I'm, I'm born distrusting the government. <laughs> Goddamn. Exactly. Exactly. So they've been. I think they've been black pilled for a long time. That's why I think low key, like I am a black Israelite. Like I think I'm just <laughs> going for it. I am a five D circles pissing off the Catholic kids. Renounce your whiteness. I don't know, dude. The true, the true Israelites. Nick Cannon's chill. That was, dude. His little song <laughs> yeah. back, back a couple months ago was pretty wild. He's doing better now. <laughs> he apologized and read some books. <laughs> I don't know, dude. If I, if if I become a black Israelite, can I fuck Mariah Carey? Because that's kind of been like low key a dream of mine for a while. So. I think that's most people's dreams, especially around Christmas. Get her to hit that note she hits. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's fantastic. like it's just like an oddly like seasonal thing. Like <laughs> hell yeah, you hear Damn, that? I'm you hear to that fuck sound? Mariah Carey. Yeah, I'm Damn. fucking horny for Mariah right now, dude. <laughs> Is that Jingle Bells? God damn. <laughs> Is that all I want? Jingle balls, more like. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> this is this is the highbrow shit you come here for. This is oh, fucking. Yeah. This is it, boys. I queued up another bowl. Like this is definitely kickback week. Yo, we're taking <laughs> we're taking it easy on the Patreon. I was telling you, we're 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 gonna chill this summer. But uh, definitely wanted to talk with you this week, man. Definitely wanted to plug your music. Go listen to fucking Slamadeus. I definitely want to play a track at the end of this because 
your production is like off the charts bro that's the goal how did you think or excuse me what did you think about body count i can't believe you never listen to ice t's band oh i just oh, well, i mean I've, I've probably heard him before but yeah. this new album is like will putney did it so it sounds fucking massive Carnivore. but i uh, i was just showing it to this dude i was working out with recently because he's got a um he's got a beat down band out here and i was like trying to think of beat down bands because i don't really listen to beat down the closest thing i can think of was body count anybody showed me like body snatcher and shit yeah true and i was like all right this is it's pretty cool because I was like getting the producer itch again because I haven't been producing as much, just like mixing stuff. But I'm right. getting the itch to try and take a local band and take them to the next level again because so many local bands just do it wrong in the studio. Like they're like, let's just record it all at once and then we'll send it to someone for cheap to get mixed and it'll sound great and everyone will love us. It's like that's not how this works. Yeah, because you're big on like get good sounds in the first place mm -hmm. and then you don't have to fucking do the work on the tail end you know yeah it should sound pretty damn polished going in like you shouldn't be fucking around with messy stuff so so many people just don't get it yeah it's, it's the weird little things but then again i'm around it all the time for my day job so well, also i'm always seeing how, how many the best people do it how many local Cali bands, too, though, are just playing the fucking game, doing the circuit? Like, we saw it in Nova. We see it in Richmond. It's like you stay in your little circle. And just like you said, as long as you virtue signal, you'll get gigs. Yeah. Like, as long um, as you play the, the fucking The last game. band I was in was, was basically that. They've been around since 2007. They're still playing. They still pull a crowd here, but nowhere else. Uh, they don't really virtue signal though. Um, not too much. Um, yeah, it was just like all like wild party metal and like, but they cheap out on everything they can and they're never getting anywhere because of it. I tried rejoining and fixing them and it just couldn't do it. Just difficult. Difficult yeah, some, having members who don't. Some people don't want to put in serious. the work. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you feel like the scene out there is like fucking clout based, I guess? Like we were talking about virtue signaling and how that band didn't do it. But do you like run into that a lot out there? Or is that just like a big fucking part of it? Because here it feels there like with are every band does um, that shit here. I can think of a, I, I, th I can only think of like one or two specifically around me where they are primarily clout based. Like it's yeah. just the people who know like the music is atrocious, but yeah. It's it is actually exactly what you said. All their songs are very much about vibing and virtue signaling, and yeah. it's just weird. It's and weird stuff. The, the fame rat race thing. Like if we say yeah. all the right, well, if we say all the right stuff, we'll get picked up. Yeah, and it also becomes like a marketing talent thing. second. Yeah, and it becomes a marketing thing where it's like you know I support the current thing. You know, if you have a Ukraine flag on your next fucking merch drop, you know, like. You support the yeah. current thing or whatever. Like, I don't know. Oh, uh, dude, I had the greatest idea for a prank the other day where I wanted to go to my best friend's house and hang up a Russian flag in his house. I thought that would be <laughs> fucking hilarious. Get some windows <laughs> just, smashed real quick. just dude. comes out one day like, what the fuck is going on? That There's everyone honking in my house. Yeah, he'd probably have the goddamn... crazy to watch. He'd have the news <laughs> in front. Like, he'd have the news vans, like, spotlights Local on him. Local man... <laughs> local man puts russian flag in front of house local sir do you know what this means and he's a hispanic dude like <laughs> <laughs> just comes outside like 
what? Oh, dude, yeah, you can't say shit about Russia right now. Like, it's kind of crazy, man. They've really gotten like such a weird kind of the social pressure to like not say anything about, like not say anything to contrary, or even like the act of noticing things has become criminalized now. Almost mm-hmm. like you are a pariah for pattern recognition at this point. Oh, and <laughs> yeah, I mean the same wild. even goes like for even with like, COVID, like all that shit, yeah. or you know, representation in media and movies and stuff. And you're like, wait, why are these many characters? You know, it's, it, it, you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah, it's more about saying something than actually doing something that means something. Well, like, and I think it's like the corporate. absorption of like everyday life and like the way corporate corporations like decide to do things is based off of these kind of like social standards of like okay we need to make sure there's this many colored people Mm -hmm. in this and like it's become this like every it's permeated everyday life now it's not just how companies do it do things anymore like you you have to be like that on every level of your life no matter what or like you are a bad person at this point it's yeah, become it's, very strange. It's it's, it's a weird expectation. Woke TM. Yeah. I know, but it's like I mean, I hate like kind of hate dumb culture war shit. At least, especially when like red like Republicans get involved and it divulges into this like really stupid conversation. But like, I think the real conversation we've had is like the fact that we've allowed like these methods of how corporations decide to sell products like become our reality versus like having yeah. our own independent will. At this point, like you, you can't ask questions against it. You just go with the fucking flow. When it's also mm-hmm. like it becomes your stance. Like, oh, I'm yeah. cutting, I'm cutting the patch off my car heart because of yeah. X, Y, or Z. Or like, you know, we're boycotting that. Now, that's one of the things I do think works. And I guess as a libertarian, you know, we might have some common ground on this. You and I is that I do believe boycotts work. Like, I think. I think when you start hurting companies in their wallet, like that's the only way that they get the message. Like, yeah, yeah. money is the the most efficient form of voting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's and, instant, instant. You see what's going on. You don't have to wait four years to try and get someone in or <laughs> get some changes. So no, that's if why, like, isn't working. You see it exactly. And so I don't, I don't buy shit on Amazon. Like maybe once in a while, in a pinch or an emergency, if like they have a really niche item or something, I need. Or something cheap on a good deal, but like, I don't, I'm not one of these people every other day getting multiple packages. You know, there's people that live off Amazon and then Mm -hmm. they turn around and complain about billionaires. It's like you just, you paid for fucking Jeff Bezos' yacht. You paid for it. More specifically, uh, the uh, recently with Elon Musk, you see people say, um, oh, you can't afford gas get an electric car but also elon musk has too much money like yeah what the fuck (laughs) the the weird kind of like pretentiousness which with this how that's said about the electric car thing like those were always seemed like a luxury to me yeah like and they're like oh there's a 40k one it's like yeah just let me just go into fucking debt yeah Yeah, that's fine i've got a nice car i'll take out a loan yeah it's it's 20k and it's you know I'm not going to spend 40k on an electric car. That's insane. My brother did because he's a fucking maniac and he just wanted self-driving because he's a lazy bastard. But. <laughs> well, that see his decisions were based off of something else versus like the social pressure to the not use fossil fuels. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but also that too. It's like these motherfuckers think electricity just comes from some magical source. Yeah, no, it's actually not better for the environment <laughs> <Yeah>. currently because <laughs> we are not creating electricity in sustainable ways yeah it's which not we won't no matter how much legislation you make it has to happen naturally via the market yeah. like tesla like 
Well, Tesla it, actually doesn't, they get a lot of grants because of the way the laws are, but it's not like they are doing it because of that. Well, and here's where I push back, though, against, I think, like, hardline, staunch libertarian, because I think a lot of people, correct me if I'm wrong, are you, you know, kind of against regulations, maybe like a free market libertarian? Yes. Yeah. I think all governments are immoral. No, and and sure, and I think that's probably more of, like, an anarchist kind of statement, and so... Mm -hmm. I think we can dissect the two ideas differently, but in terms of a market, I think if we're going to have a market at all, there needs to be some regulation because how the fuck do you think John Rockefeller happened? It was the Wild West. He invented the monopoly. He invented vertical integration. Well, he was the first guy. Bef- oh, sorry. No, no, no. And I mean, yeah, there's like the Dutch India East Trading Company and all kinds of crazy shit and like businesses that go back for a long, 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 long time. But like modern markets as we know it, like, dude, credit scores were invented in the 80s, bro. Like a lot of this stuff is just made the Mm -hmm. fuck up. So like I like the Austrian economics approach. Like you and I were talking about like the Mises caucus and I'd love Mm -hmm. to get into, you know, some of that a little later. Um, But I don't know. I just push back a little bit on the idea that less market regulation would lead because i don't think consumers are wise enough to guide that ship like well they don't really necessarily have to be because you cannot have a as big of a monopoly as exists now without government intervention amazon is only as big as it is now because they push out every single bit of competition through local jurisdictions that do not allow people to compete uh, when you look back at like Rockefellers and stuff like that, 1800s, there was, uh, I don't remember who specifically this was, and it's going to be super vague, but they, there was like one company that made all the railroads, and that was it. And one dude was like, fuck this, I'm just going to start doing it myself. And he took over, like all by himself, doing and instantly dislodged them without any real capital to begin with. And because you could just do whatever you wanted and it became more efficient. And there's situations where like there'd be ridiculously priced ferries. So one dude would just get a boat and just start taking people across and charging like a quarter of the price and just making a killing. And that forced other people to bring their prices down. Whereas now you, there's just no way to have legitimate competition. Like look at the internet, dude. And ISPs are insanely regulated. So there's no way to have really small ISPs to bring internet costs down. Right. Plus, all the big companies own most of the infrastructure. So yeah, look at Comcast. You'd have to piggyback and... off of their shit anyways at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You couldn't go lay your own fucking fiber optics lines and shit. It just doesn't fucking work. Legally, you cannot. But you, legally, yeah. There legally, are people who, okay, if yes. they really wanted <laughs> yes. to, they would find a way to. Yeah, Absolutely. you also <laughs> legally can't, you know, smoke meth and steal copper from underneath people's houses. But, you know, that doesn't <laughs> stop some Well, hey, of the us, Biden, Biden so. administration loves it. <laughs> he can smoke crack and fucking fleece ukraine for a bunch of money it's yeah i read a tweet one time i I read a tweet that's probably one of the truest statements i've ever heard and it said um kid rock is the official soundtrack of copper theft (laughs) (laughs) so good i love it have you guys uh have you guys checked out the new uh decapitated single i have not but i've seen a lot of uh i've seen a lot of pushback because it's called cancer culture and did you guys know what happened to them before no what happened they uh they were touring the states a few years ago it would have been 
four years ago, maybe. Okay. They were touring the States and this one chick, and I think Arizona said that they took her into their van. Oh yeah. And raped her. I re- and then, yeah. And so they were locked in the States for, I think six to nine months in jail before they could get a trial. Mm-hmm. And then when the trial came out, it turned out that she had lied and made up the whole thing. And what? so they were fucked out of their Europe. So they were stuck in the States for six to nine months oh my God. and just couldn't make a living. Absolutely fucked. Like, how do you support your family at that point? And it's Jesus just like, like, fuck. what what happens then? Like, so I guess they wrote a song about that, but I've seen a lot of uh, left wing types just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, these but, guys okay. are fucking these, these right wing, this right wing band with their cancel, cancel culture thing. Cancel culture is not even real. Well, it's also like if there's any one band that can write that song, it's them. If you know yeah. uh, of any band, yeah. like it'd be different if like some like privileged ass fucking like inner city whatever was like me. It's like yeah. dude, shut the fuck up. Like you've never been through anything hard. But like you said, like they they're not from here. Like someone mm-hmm. lied on their name. All Oof. of them got like you know basically stuck in another country, like Randy yeah. Blythe style. Yeah, I was about to bring up. It's like Randy Blythe writing a book. Uh, like you know, if anyone's deserves to write a book about an insane situation that's a great one i mean i i heard stories i never read it but i heard stories about he was like stuck in jail where literally no one there knew english for like years that's That's like a weird fever dream that's like am i even like in reality like no one can i can't talk to anyone like blah 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 like what the fuck oh yeah dude it sounds fucking horrible every day i'd hope i'd wake up in my bed at home (laughs) yeah Oh, well, 100%. Um, I guess kind of bringing it back to uh, what we were just kind of talking about, though, on this whole kind of free market approach. Uh, let's get this M for A thing out the way. This this is interesting. I, I like to see oh. how we can square this circle of like basically my prompt. I kind of want to moderate a little bit. I kind of want to moderate you two. This will oh, be in, this will be interesting. Well, if I'm ready for a debate. Not a right. not a debate. No 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 no. We're just bullshitting. We're, we're all right. I get one minute to make my opening statement. No no no. Then, we're not doing that. And no. then you get a minute to say know. some dumb shit. I don't well, know. listen. All I'm saying is like <laughs> I'm say some dumb shit. I'm in. <laughs> I feel like I've already said some dumb shit. Probably. Well, okay. Well, all I'm really interested in though is kind of the difference in approaches between, I guess, a free market you know, true free market libertarian approach versus, you know, I think I've been a little more open to, I don't know, just open to policies that maybe would just like benefit more people. I don't know. And I, and I know that's certainly like one of the largest arguments for M for A is like, obviously it would be like a beneficial practice. We have like the capital and the wealth and the resources as a society. Like, it's what do you mean, dude? We got to play for We got to pay for all these planes that bomb the Middle East. We can't, we can't support our own people. <laughs> well, that's kind of, if this, we could stop doing that so much. Right. Maybe. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is like, okay, how do we square this circle from like, okay, there's ideological points of views and then there's, pragmatic points of views so i guess this whole m for a thing i I don't know what are your thoughts ryan uh so a few i mean uh morally i think it is immoral to force a doctor to work on someone uh and with threats of going to jail if they're not going to if the person can't pay um it's also 
I think, just more inefficient. If you look at the healthcare in places that do have Medicare for all, while they say that it's good, it's actually, they, they rate it as good only because they know it's free. Whereas if you were to survey people in America for their healthcare, the only reason they say it's lower is because they know they're paying out of pocket, even though the, the actual quality of care is a little bit higher. But it's not like our system is good. I would even say good at all. We have a fucking horrible system. Right. So it's it's this big mess between where it's it's basically just the worst socialist system you can imagine where they've painted it with this almost capitalist paint job and made it seem like, oh, we've got these uh, healthcare companies that you pay for and you can, you know, go and get your health care. But that's the only way you can get it. But you're also being forced to get health care. I believe that actually went away. Uh, Obamacare is like yeah. it was you had to pay more in your taxes if you didn't have health care fun mm-hmm. but um it's just a, it, we have a horrible system now my alternative would be completely free market where if you need uh this is uh, gary johnson sums it up a lot better than i did or than i will but if you had on every corner uh, kidneys are us and they actually listed their prices and they were forced or not even they were forced to list their prices by the market prices would come down for everything you need because right now the bloat is out of control if you look at hospital bills it's like you got a bandage for four hundred dollars right and that will only go up if it is being paid for by the government because there's no accountability to be more efficient or to reduce costs and also, when you look at Medicare for all for other countries, a lot of the reasons they keep their prices low is because most of the research is done in the U.S. A lot of pharmaceuticals are researched and paid for in the U.S. and then shipped over at lower rates because they don't have to pay for the, the overhead of that initial research investment. You made a good point there. No, I mean, like, I guess my kind of stance on Inforia is, again, like, it's more of a compassionate view where I just think if we can redirect spending in the country from other shit, like, I have a very simplistic view of it, and I'll just admit that up front. Like, you have a lot more of an in-depth thought process on it than I do. I think and, uh, if I, I think it, it would be better than our current system if we were to do it right, but I don't think our government does anything right other right. than kill people. Uh, yeah, they're very efficient at that. Lockheed's got yachts they're doing good you know, yeah, yeah I, I don't think right. anyone here on this podcast right now yeah. uh is like uh you know sucking the state's dick or like yeah. super, yeah. super <laughs> stoked not, on government no, we're not yeah, simping for the government or anything like that right. yeah and it's more of the concept that i know like we're not going i i don't think there's a a feasible way currently to abolish the current system you know mm-hmm. i think like i kind of given up on voting personally uh i don't care about that shit anymore no, voting um, so, is also immoral, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, I don't see the system being abolished at any point, so I guess trying to figure out ideas of how, or at least yearning for ideas that would hopefully make it better, mm-hmm. you know, in some way. Other yeah, than, actually other than really it completely liked, melting down and we get to all go live in the woods, you know? Yeah, right. I really liked Bernie in uh, 2016 for a little while. All right. Um, I mean, he believes what he says, that's for sure. Even if his I don't know if he does make though. sense. Still, he still walked off with the bag, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know if he does. <laughs> he really did, but back then I believe he did. That's for yeah, sure. And no, he was also he was convincing leg- enough. He liked the idea of legalizing drugs, and you know, yeah, no, all of that. He was not super anti-gun. 
which was yeah. a pro back then. Well, you know, he's Vermont, so like most of the gun manufacturing country companies are in Connecticut and Vermont and shit. Yeah. So gotta be on those guys' side one way mm-hmm. or another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here's here's my big thing when it comes to infrared. And we you know, on this podcast we talk a lot about like conspiracies and weird shit and yeah. we're not necessarily overtly political, but you know, we'll go there and have mm-hmm. those conversations. But my big question is, because it seems like all this really revolves around money and spending and either can we redirect spending in a way or is there a way to like control the market? Like, do we go full, you know, free market? Do we need more restrictions? Obviously, we don't have the fucking answers. But the big question is, if they're just printing money, why do they take our taxes? (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah taxation is theft <laughs> well there's a few reasons if they weren't taking our taxes they wouldn't have any power and they wouldn't also have half of their bargaining chips when they're running mm-hmm. so you've got right wing saying we're going to cut taxes you have left wing saying we're going to increase taxes uh, and then also but it'll be good the tax for you code, so you're not actually them. thinking about the morality of the actual taxes. Right. And then inflation, of course, is just a hidden tax. Uh, so fun. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw recently, uh, I, there's been talks about the uh, U.S. government starting its own cryptocurrency. Yes. The digital oh, dollar. man. Yeah, the Fed coin. Oh, boy. I that's going to be good. Not, oh, so, I so can't many, wait. It's can't tricking wait so many I... people. Can't wait till I say something wrong and my. I can't wait till they hear this podcast and then I my Fed coin gets cut off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They, it it is. It and then is my Amazon smart way, locks lock me out of my house. Right? And <laughs> it's the perfect way to control your bank accounts, and, uh, you know, cont- track everything you're doing. Yeah. It's it's horrible horrible idea. Yeah, but what's crazy uh, and is that Bitcoin's doing so great right now. There's an yeah. actual portion of the community. That's going to be like stoked to sign up for FedCoin. They're going to be like, oh my God, this exactly. is so much easier. I don't have this to think about so- cash. I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to think. Yeah. I can just be a fucking mutant <laughs> fish and just like, I don't know, man. People are, people well, are wild. Most people aren't thinking about any of this stuff anyway. It's, it's the majority of the population does not give a shit about politics as much as it actually affects them. Well, they uh, until they, they look at gas prices or something like that. That's no, when it starts getting real. They Commodities only care real. about politics insofar as it's like a surface level thing. Again, it all kind of comes back to like the virtue signaling. Like people don't actually know, you know, the ins and outs of like how the economy actually works and like the big money and where it comes and goes. And people don't actually understand you know like the uniparty like they don't they don't really understand that like republicans and democrats like they're all on the same team right so they're mm. fooled they're living in this false matrix they're living in the false reality they only care about politics like i said on like a surface level i need to look cool and uh you know that's how these psyops work that's how like the consumerism you know everything like they that's how they get away with everything and like you said, like we, not a lot of people really have the time or even give a shit. And another part of that too is they don't have the resources. How many people are working, you know, two or three dead end jobs to support their kids because the system has completely failed them, mm-hmm. yeah. completely. And so when you're thinking, 
you don't have time to think about these higher level thoughts when you're worried about like how am I going to feed my kids? Like I don't know when my next meal is coming from and I have a shift right now, you know, and it's like they they don't give a fuck about Austrian economics, you know? No. They don't give a fuck. They just want to vote to make sure that their their uh and they, benefits they, don't get taken away. Right. Because, it, exactly. Which is actually not to their benefit to actually do so because those are like hurting the economy as a whole and holding them down and, and preventing them from right doing better so where's that balance of like finding empathy though of being like okay these people are obviously in a system of abuse and a lot of them really don't know any better like you know mm-hmm. as much as i am critical and you know like i'll i i'll I'm not super on board with everything like critical theory and like critical race theory. Like I think like at its core, like it gets some stuff right, but obviously it's been co-opted by like some extremist kind of groups. That's why it's as big as it is. If it didn't have any truth in it, then it wouldn't, it would be super easy to just get rid of. I mean, it's the same with religion. Like if religion didn't have some truth in it, it wouldn't be as big as it was. It's absolutely. Yeah. It's that underlying morality that really fucks people when they start taking it as an ideology and making it everything as opposed to just using mm-hmm. whatever truth they can glean from it to add some kind of meaning to their life. Yeah, but, you know, the people who really, they don't know where their next meal is coming from, they're the ones that fall for the psyops, man. And they, yeah. yeah. They well, get... that's one of the big problems with the Libertarian Party is, uh, especially in the last election they were not able to effectively communicate to those type of people how this actually affects them and what this actually means to them it's just like oh big government bad taxes bad and it's like what how does that actually benefit me when i'm you know living paycheck to paycheck and i've got to feed my kids Mm -hmm. so then i guess bringing it back though because i do kind of want to grill you on this a little bit because the whole tax thing with them printing money, 80% of our money, of like our current money supply, 80% mm-hmm. of it was printed in the last two years. Yeah. That's And that's not fucking... even including how much of it is credit, which is all, which is mostly made up. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm getting at, is that like, if, if all this is made up, if a lot of it, and there's even been like videos of, I think it was Jerome Powell, who was former chairman of the Fed, He's literally mm-hmm. on 60 Minutes being like, yeah, we just kind of like go into the account on the ledger and just kind of highlight it with the cursor and change the number amount. Like, so <laughs> much of what we what do. <laughs> yeah, and, and we talk about the petrodollar and stuff, and yeah, we have a fiat currency, but the petrodollar, yada, yada. Bro, it's all made up. And so mm-hmm. I, I think it, it really is, like you said, it's really more of a form of control, and you said it's the only way they have power. I think that's a very ideologically driven or like a principle based statement is like, you're right. Like, oh, well, I'm paying taxes, so I consent to be governed. But you don't actually consent because they're compulsory taxes, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't actually consent at all. It's like consenting with a gun to your head um, at the threat of violence, literally. Because the IRS has guns. (laughs) And and I don't know, man. just the whole thing of it's all fucking made up if they're printing it to fucking send it to pakistan for gender studies if they're printing it to send it to ukraine and then oh by the way 
they're sending all the billions to Ukraine and there's like people, there's high level like politicians and oligarchs that are getting caught fleeing the country and they're getting caught at the border with suitcases full of American cash. As if it wasn't it, it wasn't a secret that no. the the our previous administrations were involved in military coups in Ukraine yeah, exactly. a few yeah. years ago when the majority yeah. of the population voted to be a part of Russia. So yeah. uh, well uh, but if a lot of, of a lot of a lot of like libertarian based arguments I think ideologically come from like taxes and consent and right to be governed and you know mm. voting and moral and like you said you know the whole M for A thing you think it's immoral f- to be like you know compulsory service from from a doctor which I completely mm. agree I also think it's taxes are immoral because I don't think I should be paying for someone else's shit yeah. you know if I'm living in this fucking hell matrix and I have to wage cuck for my own money, why do I have to give it away to someone else who d- isn't along for the fucking ride, bro? Yeah, like, right. yo, exactly. I'm in the hell matrix here. I have to unclog the shitters. Like, I'm out here fucking beasting, making, you know, the right choices. And then you mean to tell me that I could have just been, like, popping them out every fucking year and actually getting a bigger tax return for it? <laughs> Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I should have been a dirtbag is what that tells me is I should have been a dirtbag. And it's not even just the money you would get if you weren't paying taxes, which it is insane that if you think about it, three to four months of the year that you are working, you are working as a slave for the government for no pay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, not even that, you're, you're also devaluing the currency because they're taking your currency and burning it on shit that does not move the needle and just pushing our country into debt. So then how do you have like a M for A approach where it's like, oh, well, we got to keep costs down. It's like, dude, nobody cares. The the, the the rest of the government doesn't give a fuck about keeping the cost down about anything. So Mm-mm. why not? It's all made up monopoly money. Why not just fucking run up the bills? When you die, you don't have to pay it. Fuck it. Yeah. Leave it it's to the them. same with college right now. Dude, literally <laughs> max out. insane. Yo, max yeah. out your credit cards and don't pay them. What are they going to do? Yeah. They're going to yeah. call you. That's yeah, what they're going to do. They're going to call you. Mm-hmm. It's made up money. It's not there. When they send you credit cards, max them out, and then don't answer fucking numbers you don't have saved in your phone. That's <laughs> that's beast in it. <laughs> Who answers their phone these days anyway? That's What's what I'm saying. It's definitely a creditor. <laughs> so I don't know. The whole money is fake thing. Like That was even the last podcast my boy and I did. Like It was literally yeah. called Money is Fake because we have the Federal Reserve System. We have all this mm-hmm. shit. And then even last episode, I don't know if you listened, but we kind of touched on some weird schizo shit about how... Uh, you know, UN countries get their money from the IMF because they use their population's birth certificates as collateral to get loans. Jesus. Yes. Beautiful. Well, that's, a, that's what's got me excited about real crypto. slave system. Like Bitcoin, because it is it has a lot of safeties in it, and it's also a finite amount. Though, the fact that walking around knowing that you've got like 0.001 or something would cost like 0.001 Bitcoin would be somewhat annoying. Yeah, yeah. But are yeah, you full? Are you out of out of control? Are you full crypto, bro? No, not really. I've got like like 800 bucks in Bitcoin, and that's about it. Yeah, I think that whole thing right now is like a lot of the moves we're seeing, and like I guess I'm this is kind of getting conspiratorial, but. Um, I think like, you know, we're talking about the money being printed and completely fake and they just kind of make numbers up here. Like we looked, what I've been calling like the COVID thing was like a soft crash. 
Like, yeah. the economy was in sh- fucking, like, a, a pretty close to hitting the shitter, like, right around the time COVID struck. Yeah. You know? And we got to the point where they, they knew the shit, the bubble was about to pop, basically. Instead of letting it pop and hitting a recession again, they just did COVID to fucking, like, put the brakes on they everything. Force people I mean, to not, stop not did working. It, but, like, Amazing. And I think did it implies a little too much there, but, like, COVID happened and they used it as a way to keep things from completely falling on its face, which it mm-hmm. did, but it wasn't we blamed COVID versus like really bad money management policies by our government. Yeah. And 100%. I think now to recover from that, like they can kick off all the blame on inflation on Russia right now while pumping tons of money in arms. Like once the, once those arms change hands, it's not like, Oh, we just gave them away. Yo, can yeah. I know, read, they replaced those. Can I read the uh, CRK tweet? You put yes. on your story. Yeah. 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 Okay. I was going to bring that tweet up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so this is a tweet he posted today. It says, you're watching a master-level Ponzi scheme. 2020 crash gets laundered through COVID bailouts. COVID bailouts laundered through inflation. Inflation laundered through war in Ukraine. And then the war and its effects on the globe will be laundered through climate change and the perps walk. Oh, so yeah. it's Every like time. rinse, repeat, create a crisis, sell well, the solution. The- you see, like, this neoliberal world order that's kind of established itself. I mean, I think it used to be neocon, but, like, now it's kind of disguised itself behind the wall of liberalism. Um, and it, because it's more palatable to a lot of people, I think, because it's all wrapped up in that mm-hmm. compassion ideology and stuff. And they've weaseled their way into, like, every time you see them get in a corner, they just manage to pitch it somewhere else every fucking time. Yeah. Is it's it insane. not insane right it's now? It's insane. Like, that, I, I uh, feel like I'm in a fever dream. <laughs> that it used to be neocons who were, like, the Warhawks, and right now it is all, like, it's it's neolibs who are adamant to go to to go to war yeah. with, with Russia. Yeah, like, they're signing could, up. The they're going and volunteering, bro. They convinced a bunch of guys with Funko Pops to support war. I don't know Amazing. how they did it. Amazing. I, don't know I how saw they did it. I saw a fun graph. It was uh, rating people uh, by whether they were vaccinated or not, and uh, how much they should go. Like what we should do like about we need Russia? A no-fly zone, like yes, and it was like eighty percent of people who were vaccinated wanted a no-fly zone, and like ten percent who were unvaccinated. That's like Jesus Christ! It's like they got fucking firmware installed in them or something, dude. Mm-hmm. It's it wild. is funny seeing poll breakdowns like that, though, where you can see like, hmm, the people who fell for this are also falling for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of it is propaganda. Like, I'm sure you're familiar with the Smith-Munt Act. Uh, I don't think I am. Well, it it was something Obama repealed when he was in office, and it basically, the act prohibited the use of propaganda, like, domestically on U.S. citizens. Yeah. So when Obama repealed that, like, ever since, what was it, like, 2014? Actually, right around the fucking Ukraine coup shit. Yeah, every news channel got its own CIA guy that was always there and ready to go on camera. Yeah, and that's um, where, CNA, like, always. CIA are just saints, a lot yeah. of them. Wonderful people. Truly wonderful people. But, yeah, it's it's insane to watch, like, because you can literally go back to older newscasts. I mean, it's all always kind of been, it's had its own bent, but, like, 2014 was, 2012 to 2014 was when it really ramped up of, like, and that's when, like, all these new fronts got launched. More war was started. Like, and it's literal. And they needed to be able to state-run propaganda. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they needed they needed it there to like kind of keep what happened with like the pushback on the Iraq War initially. You know, like they need to keep that kind of 
ideology out of the mainstream at this point because it doesn't work for their fucking business model, you know? Yeah. Well, do you want to play some of his songs? I do want to. I think you sent me a Dropbox link, but you should send me another one. Yeah, I sent you... Uh, I keep it all on uh, Google Drive, actually. I'm a Google cuck, thank you. Um, I've got so much Google Let's shit. Let's see. Um, Either send me send me a link, DM me a link on Instagram, and I can pull I it up shall. here. Yeah. No, I'm stoked. Um, when I think is... I'll do. I'll send you this song, which is called "The Serpent of State," and it is all about um, it's all about taxes. And all about taxes. Power from taxes. No, I do appreciate people who try to kind of get some messaging into like uncon. I'm not going to say it. Like I don't unconventional art forms you know it's not mm -hmm. like modern day music that's like that standard like pop or whatever where they write like a quote-unquote protest song but it was like written in a fucking studio by somebody and like handed to them and versus like someone actually crafting it themselves like you said you were condensing down essays and stuff like that's mm -hmm. i i think that's a really cool fucking thing you're doing <laughs> yeah i'll send you um is there a fucking chat in in here i'll, I'll yeah, I post the lyrics to the song Maybe, maybe. There's a chat on the side. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So put it right there. When uh, is can't fit um, all of it, but hey. When's the album coming out? Uh, I still don't have a release date. We just got art finished. We just got uh, he's the labels printing shirts right now with the album art, uh, and then he'll let me know when I can throw out that first single, uh, which is gonna have that lyric video on it. Nice. All right, this is Serpent of the Stake. <laughs> no, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm hungry as fuck. <laughs> I'm about to have steak after this. Serpent of the State by Slamadeus.
was <laughs> fucking hot, dude. Sweet. Dude, that was hot. Thanks for sharing that with us, dude. Of course. Yo, so you you literally are one man band. So you program Wait, the drums. You do all of that. You program yeah. the drums, play guitar and bass, and write yep. the lyrics and do vocals. Yep. I also mix and master. So. God damn. Very nice. Yo, do you want to shout out your studio? You looking for some more work? Uh, I guess I just do stuff on my, under my own name right now, but you can find me, just DM me on the Slamadeus Instagram, Slamadeus DM uh, on yeah. Instagram. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, you got a video on Slam Worldwide coming out soon, right? Yep, yep. And there's a, there is one song that's already on Slam Worldwide called Cellular Bifurcation from last year, which is not political, but pretty fun about <laughs> your cells being uh turned into little monsters <laughs> oh i like that well that still has like a cryptid element like a bigfoot monster <laughs> alien kind of vibe yeah so i guess it's still you know for the schizos exactly yeah i was like let's see like one of my favorite vocalists has always been trevor cernat of black dying murder the way he can turn the most dark shit into just pure poetry is awesome oh, yeah. so i always try and incorporate like poetic elements even if it is just telling people that taxes are bad <laughs> turning rothbard into like poetry <laughs> oh yeah one of the songs is legitimately just rothbard so, <laughs> Very nice. i like yeah that. i i believe the first single will is just straight rothbard hey that's so, open source yeah i'm sure right hey, man it's, it's gotta so be cool. well, i mean i take his words and i move them around it's it's a new thing yeah yeah, just use like parody law or something. <laughs> you know what? I don't think Rothbard would mind. Yeah, yeah I'm hoping I can get probably, a shout out from Mises right Caucus uh, when this album comes out. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, you know, fun. we didn't talk about the Mises Caucus. Honestly, hey, let's keep rolling. Hey, I don't because I don't know time. what the fuck the Mises Caucus is. I'll just say that up. They front. are no a they are like a Ron Paul oriented caucus of the Libertarian Party that is currently taking over like crazy the libertarian party it's They're dave more, smith yeah dave smith. okay i'd always heard it attached his name michael malice further. yeah mm, michael malice isn't exactly associated but you know he's super good friends with dave because yeah. michael malice is just pure anarchist but uh yeah dave smith is a very big proponent of the mises caucus and it is yeah it's just crazy I i've been seeing stuff recently on like libertarian subreddits and stuff just mad about the mises caucus because like it's too radical this well <laughs> what's crazy we need, though we need to be libertarians. isn't that the problem freedom. though isn't that the problem is that there's not enough i guess you don't want too many extremists but there needs to be a few radicals yes it's not well, it's I mean, not that's how you make radical on paul it's not it's though not, it's not yeah. that's the thing is that the yeah. mises caucus is actually being like hardline libertarian like value principle driven and the thing yeah, about walk right and so the libertarian party as it stands kind of operates a lot like the democratic republic green independent yeah. party they're a party they're they're yes. they're a government they're a party political yeah. party so they're gonna be subject to all that bullshit and so the mises caucus is literally dave smith <laughs> a fucking comedian and a bunch of <laughs> like-minded individuals who are right. being principle driven and being like hey look our only shot Kind of like we were having the discussion earlier about like being a pragmatist versus an idealist. It's like obviously mm -hmm. we have an ideal world, a moral and just world that we envision. But the mm -hmm. pragmatic approach is like, look, we're stuck in this, you know, we're stuck in this system. So the only thing we can do is actually run and try to win and affect 
you know, policy change that way. Yeah. Um, so I guess being a pragmatist, yeah, I could get behind the Mises caucus. That would be, you know, as much as I rail against Democrats and Republicans, if Dave Smith ended up running for president, I might consider not, you know, like I might consider actually voting for Dave Smith. Yeah. Over <laughs> Trump always, or Hillary. Yeah. I've always voted libertarian regardless, you know, just trying to get that number up, you know, mm-hmm. see if we can get past 3%. But yeah, it's all you're right. It's always been Libertarian Party is very much a party with a lot of party politics, whereas Mises Caucus is just very to the point. It's more about the message and the actual actual policies than the internal party politics. And if you look at Ron Paul, I mean, everything he's predicted has come true so far. What you know, what has he been wrong about? Not much, actually. <laughs> Not a whole lot. <laughs> I don't know. And his son's been holding it down. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. He, I mean, they, at, least somebody, at least somebody asks some hard questions. Yeah, sometimes. they'll, they'll yeah. smear him as like a far right whatever. But I think uh, old Rand, old Randy, he's holding it down, I'm I think. Surprised he's dodged the Russian asset title at this point. Yeah. Right? Crazy. Hey, we crazy. all can't beat Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, right. Oh, man. You know, it's crazy. We didn't even get to talk about the Supreme Court justice fiasco. Oh, my man. God. Uh, yeah, I was kind it's of reeling It's the exact same today. thing. It's just reeling backwards. It. Yeah, I feel um, like we could do a whole nother hour just on that. But uh, I don't know. We're, we're about going to wrap this recording up here. Thank you for talking with us. Slamadeus. Check it the fuck out. And uh, yeah. Fuck taxes. Let's all just figure out a way to stop paying taxes. I think that was abolish kinda, the IRS. Yeah, that was kind Absolutely. of the moral of this podcast. We support that statement.